Welcome to Witch Police Radio, episode number 45. Uh, this week's theme is Polar, and uh, I'm Sam, I'm one of the regular hosts. I'm here with John, also one of the regular hosts. Hola! But uh, this time I was a solo episode where I was the only host because we had three guests, and we try to usually keep it to around four Gets people in the room. Yeah. Other voices just get... It's smelly. Yeah, muddled and smelly and whatnot. Uh, so this week we had uh, the three guys behind Big Flaming Pile. We had uh, Alex McFadden, uh, Brian Griffith, and Derek Heeman. And these are three guys originally from Verdon, Manitoba, who uh, right now their main uh, project is that they do kind of DIY t-shirt making, uh, mostly for bands and like, um, you know, other groups, organizations, whatever. Um, they also do custom shirts, uh, not custom, they do custom shirts, but they also have their own designs they come up with, like they come up with their own graphics and stuff that are usually kind of uh, funny novelty things, mm-hmm. uh, often about Winnipeg and stuff. So uh, they were on the show and they are also in a band called the Damn Dirty Apes, which uh, has been around for over 10 years and has played two shows. Uh, both at their own house. <laughs> so Attended by the band. Yeah, attended by the band and a few of their friends. And okay. uh, they actually performed live on the end of this show, which was great. So because they uh, played three shows. <laughs> they played three years. Well, this was just one song. But yeah, uh, but yeah so I mean, it's uh, this kind of really sloppy, uh, really hilarious punk rock uh, basement jams. And uh, I was happy to have them perform because, you know, as I said, they've been doing this forever and they never want to play shows. So, Why don't they want to play shows? I do, think do they... talk about that? Uh... I think that you'll hear why they don't want to play shows. Okay. <laughs> and this is coming from someone who has, like, voluntarily gone to see them every time they've played, you know, and has tried to encourage them to play more shows. But I think it's just uh, kind of a side thing they do. Yeah. But they've also been heavily involved in, in making films. And when I first met them, which was more than a decade ago, uh, they were – that was what they were doing. They, they've been doing it since the late 90s. And um, making all, they made a trilogy of actual movies and uh, very low budget. And then they make uh, super shorts and some commercials for their T-shirt business. So, so they are on YouTube, and we'll have all those links up on the Wish Please site. But, yeah, theme was polar, random word generator, uh, lots of talk about clubbing baby seals, that kind of thing. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, big flaming pile episode. Um, if you want to check out our show – uh, the past episodes, you can go to www.witchpolice.com. You can hit the podcast button, and there's a list of all the previous 44, all for free download and streaming. Uh, you can go to uh, Witch Police FM on Twitter, and you can listen to me yelling at people and also yell back. Um, you can facebook.com slash witchpoliceradio, and that's how you can find us on Facebook. We tend to post a lot of images of uh, we're trying what's to going on? what's going on, shows we're recording, that kind of thing. And also on the actual radio? Yeah. On the frequency 101.5, that's UMFM, University of Manitoba's radio station, on Monday nights at 11 p.m. Central time, in case you're not here. And if you are not here, you can go to umfm.com and stream the shows live when they're when they're airing. Um, UMFM is also, by the time you hear this, depending on when you hear this, is they're going to be doing a pledge drive uh, starting late October. We're going to be involved in that, and uh, you'll probably hear a bit more of that on some future shows and on our website, we'll put some links. Uh, basically, you know, asking people to do what they can to support the station. They were good enough to get us on, uh, totally out of the blue, asking us if we wanted to have our podcast on the actual airwave. So we're, I mean, we're definitely fans of UMFM, and yep. uh, would like to see good them supported. Good to support uh, more interesting radio in Winnipeg. Yeah, and uh, speaking of interesting radio too, I don't mean to take anything away from UMFM, but our, our co-host Rob Crooks has been doing some really interesting stuff with uh, CKUW, the other campus community station in Winnipeg, and hopefully we'll have a way to get those links up to you, so you can hear those shows. Um, soon as well Mm -hmm. so yeah enjoy uh, enjoy the show Damn 
M38s, and this, this is the first sign of our new team. Well, this is uh, episode 45 of Witch Police Radio, and um, I'm Sam. I'm one of your regular hosts. Uh, John and Rob couldn't make it, but uh, it's okay, because there's three guests here today, so I think if they were here, it would be kind of a mess of noise and voices all talking over each other. So I'm here with the three people behind uh, Big Flaming Pile um, and the Damn Dirty Apes and various other projects. And um, if you are not familiar with Big Flaming Pile, uh, they are the guys you should be going to to get your t-shirts made. Uh, for your bands and whatever other whatever other things, but uh, I'm here with Brian, Derek, and Alex, and uh, yeah, big playing pile down to the apes. Um, you guys, I've kind of first met you, I guess, in Verdun, Manitoba. Mm-hmm. I worked there for a year and a half uh, for the newspaper there, and you guys were all from there. And I guess I think you were in town for the summer, like uh, yeah, you know, already, already that was 2003, right? The summer of 2002, maybe. Could have been two. And you guys at all... I would have, yeah, I wouldn't have gone to university yet, so... Yeah, and, like, I met you through Michael Salo. Yes. Who I went to school with, and... Friend of the pile. Honorary yeah. member of yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um... Basically our power animal. He's your power animal. <laughs> awesome. And, yeah, so, like, I mean, uh, back then you guys were doing a bunch of videos, though, right? I mean, yeah. your thing was doing the short films and stuff. Movies. And, and we had dabbled in t-shirts at that point, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dabbled. Mm-hmm. And we and were the apes, I think, Yeah. Then? No, the apes didn't come around till late 2003 wow. or was it 2004? 2003, we moved here, so I guess then 2003, mm-hmm. late 2003. So how did they? How did how did Big Flame Pile come out? I mean, you guys have obviously known each other for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I guess Big Flame Pile started in what, like 97. Holy shit, 97, 98. Actually, started out. The name um, started out as a name that we gave to a mix CD that I threw together with just some random music. Okay. Um, and then f- from there, we we had my dad's VHSC camcorder camera, and we decided to start making films cool. in high school. And Extreme lo-fi. Yeah, yeah, we, for sure. We made uh, our first film was Cop Fiction, and just the fact that we were like in a small town, and we had the uh, <laughs> and we actually went and made this film, like uh, brought it a little bit of recognition, which was kind of yeah. Fun. It was in the it was in the paper. I was reading the paper. I remember there was a story. You wrote that. I didn't write it. I didn't write it. I didn't write it. No, Salo wrote it. Because that's totally yeah, yeah. He was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely some self promotion there for sure. But so, yeah, those were as close to a no budget film as you could yeah. do. I think we spent like thirty six dollars on the fir- first. Yeah, one. it depends awesome. if you counted pizza and beer or not. Right. Yeah, then it would be like. Over a hundred. 
But then you guys went on to make a bunch more too, right? That was like a, it was an ongoing thing. You had yeah. it was a trilogy. One, one of three major movies, and then we did a bunch of uh, super shorts, I guess you would yeah. call them. Yeah. Early web video stuff. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It definitely seems like a lot of that stuff you guys were doing would have yeah. been before you, it was cool. If you had done it now, maybe <laughs> people, maybe people would have seen it. It would be more relevant. <laughs> yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You missed, you missed the boat for Always sure. Of our time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they put movies on the internet. Now they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, I guess when did you like? Do you, are you still making any kind of movies at all, or is that pretty much like just? No, uh, we still do the super shorts. I like. I like to think we still yeah. do them. Yeah, we've also thrown together some commercials. Yeah, I've seen for those fun for, for sure. Yeah, for the big flaming pile. And I guess every, every time you have any kind of events here, uh, I, actually, I should mention this is the first show we've ever done where we're not at the home of one of the hosts. This is like our first remote show, so we're in a cave right now. Yeah, we're. <laughs> but this is this is like big flaming pile headquarters, I guess. Yes. Right, this is where you've had all your you've had shows here. We've had shows you've had people in the like Greg Arcade here and uh, yeah. the Mouth Boat. The, the Mouth Boat played. We played a show here. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was great. And then obviously the damn dirty apes. The damn dirty apes. So how did that how did that come about? The damn dirty apes. Yeah. Boredom. Yeah. Yeah. Derek uh, <laughs> has a knack for uh, knack for uh, funny little song- songwriting, I guess I would call it, and uh, you know we just kind of formed the ba- uh, band around his songs. Truth, truth be told, damn dirty apes came around because the only way I can play guitar is if I play my own music. I can't play anyone else's songs. Sounds like me at all. I understand. So so <laughs> I basically started writing these songs and then. These two guys are actually talented musicians, and they could play That's with me. Stretch, but no one else could play with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I think it just came out around of my uh, my own futility and lack of, you know, wanting to give yeah, up yeah. on playing guitar. And you guys have only played shows here, right? Is that? Yeah, that's correct. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like extremely, extremely limited. Re- yeah, yeah, it's wicked. <laughs> yeah, we. I've seen you at least a couple times. I think probably. Yeah. Twice, maybe? You saw our two shows. Yeah, we, is that it? Is it's that like it? every four years, that's I pick up a beat yeah, yeah, and yeah. we do something. Well, didn't me and Greg in, like encourage you guys to do it one time, too? Was that not yeah, uh, like everyone fails at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you have a tape, though. You do have a tape, oh, uh, yeah. mixed mixed, ape, mixed ape which is up on Witch Police. And actually, like, you know, I checked the, the download counts and everything, Witch Police, once a month. And surprisingly, certain things will just all of a sudden get a bunch of downloads. A few months back, there was like 20 downloads of that tape. Yeah. Oh, so, like, after like months of zero you or have one. You quadrupled <laughs> our viewing <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know. Someone found it, I guess. Like, and uh, Everybody who went to those two shows is now actually looking up the brilliant Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, saw, yeah. saw an old picture. Who's this band? Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. But anyway, the um, I'm really happy to have you guys. I was going to say have you guys here, but I'm at your house. Um, but I'm happy to have you guys on the show. Uh, the theme this week is polar, and this is how we always do it. We get a random, we find a random word generator on the internet, press a button, it shoots out a word at us, and uh, we're stuck with that for the theme. So I don't know if you guys have any difficulty with this one. Um, I mean, I guess as, as usual with the themes, there's a lot of ways you can go. It's pretty much as long as you can justify the connection, uh, we're yeah. good. So... We had to get a bit, a bit creative with it. But yeah, I think work. so, yeah. I, think yeah. So. I was trying to find stuff that had polar in the name, and that just wasn't, no, it wasn't, wasn't working out, no. So, But uh, I guess I'll just, you know, because this is your first time on the show, and it's my show, I'll uh, start it off, play a song. Um, I had a bunch of ideas, and uh, the one it came down to was this band called uh, Baby Harp Seal. And baby harp seals are known to live up in the Arctic kind of polar regions and be clubbed uh, <laughs> in those regions as well. So um, this is a band, maybe 10 years ago, I was at Value Village and uh, just looking through the tapes and records and stuff. And I found this big pile of crust punk 7 inches. I had never heard of any of the bands, but they, you know those covers the crust punk bands have? You know what I mean? Like the, the cover, like the, the album titles all along the side, kind of like crass and stuff. And like there's all, the, you know, the titles are ridiculous. And, and so I just bought this stack of them. <laughs> I hadn't heard any of them. Some of it was bad. Some of it I got rid of. Some of it was unbelievable. 
Google and I've kept. And this this was in there. And this isn't a crust punk band, but it was in the same pile of records, so I bought it. Uh, and it was a seven inch, a split with some other band I'd never heard of, and uh, Baby Harp Seal. And it turns out they're a band from England uh, that was around from '93 to '96. And I I tried to find information about them at the time and now because I thought of the song. And there's like nothing available on the internet. I found uh, someone had posted some of their music somewhere, and one of the guys from the band commented and was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> someone found my music, and then like I get there's like this brief description. It's like, "Yeah, we were around from '93 to '96," and then he says like, uh, "You know, we put out a couple seven inches." I, and then he, he described it as, um, "I guess it was sort of emo, but not really." And uh, you know, this is like. The, for the longest time, I hated the idea of emo. I never wanted to hear it because there's associations you make with like just horrible shit that happened within the past 15 years or so. But um, I don't know if you guys are fans of, uh, what's the band called? Um, Sunny Day Real Estate. It's like a 90s uh, sub-pop band. Never even heard of them. And um, I had heard of them, but I always heard they were an emo band. So I'm like, this is, I don't want to fucking listen to emo. <laughs> <laughs> so I never did. But I got a review copy of a reissue of one of their albums, and it was amazing. And it's not emo in the sense of, like, I'm whining. It was, like, early 90s emo, which is very, very different. And uh, it's really aggressive. It's emotional in not a fruity way. And it's, like, you know, it's, um, you know, it's awesome. So this band is very much in that kind of vein, I think. it's. Uh, I, I, if you're an emo band and you're not, like, you know, a big successful band, I guess you have a little bit of credibility. Yeah. I mean... Uh, <laughs> but this is like before the the stupid haircuts and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, and, you know, yeah. It's, uh, so I, I guess that's how you'd classify it. It's very punk rock, uh, especially this song. This is a song called "Devour." Uh, it's not on the seven inch I have, but I, I when I was looking up their music originally, that was one of the few other songs I could find on the internet. Someone's posted it to YouTube, and it's uh, it's actually pretty like pretty heavy and has a really good uh, a good rip to it and stuff. So other than the connection with the band name to Bowler, there's no real connection to the song yeah. uh the other thing i thought of which i'm not gonna play just because i wanted to mention it is um tom green back when he was a rapper i have his uh, mc face album and um which is now out of print long out of print so i'm glad i still have a copy of it and there's a song in there called slada yada which is about murdering baby seals and it's him <laughs> rapping very badly <laughs> about killing baby seals i was thinking of playing that but it's really short and it's not really a song so much as like a skit and there's like a laugh track in the background so it's yeah so anyway so we'll hear uh, baby harp seal devour and then we'll come back and talk about it.
So that was uh, Devour by Baby Harp Seal. Uh, I'm not sure what year that was from, but they were only around for three years, 93, 96. So I think they're somewhere northern UK, northern England. So <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like I was saying, that's not what emo sounds I mean, when you think of emo, that's not really what you. Not what I would no. think of with emo. No. And then, I mean, this is arguably, I, I admittedly, a lot heavier than some of their other stuff, but it's very that kind of like weird, jagged sort of guitar sound and, and screaming and. <laughs> pretty good I mean I, I the lyrics are heartfelt if you can make them out yeah yeah exactly right and that's usually the kind of thing I like jagged hard guitar sound and screaming <laughs> usually goes pretty well for me yeah. so so I, I yeah, exactly. now we know why you listen to the Apes <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're great exactly yeah 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 so that that worked out for me when I found that, that record in the pile but um, yeah I mean some some themes I feel like there's a really something I'm oh I gotta play but this one was just like okay baby harp seal works polar seal polar club seal, club death you know yeah North. North. North, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what do you got? So Alex can uh, uh, take a go here. So I'm going to pick Hot and Cold by Augustus Pablo. Um, I came across the song when I picked up a CD, I don't know, like 10 years ago, of uh, Trojan singles, yeah. uh, like Trojan reggae. Uh, and I'm not like a reggae connoisseur at all, but it, this opened, uh, opened me up to some artists I haven't heard before. Uh, the Jamaicans, Baba Boom, is another... Pretty sweet song on, on the com- on the comp- on the compilation. Um, anyway, we've we played Pablo on here on the show before actually. Um, on the East East uh, episode, um, mm. he has an album called East the River Nile. Mm. So we played the theme song from that, the, the title track from that. He's yeah. really good. Um, he's a melodica player, ah. and uh, melodica I think is uh, something that needs to happen more often. So uh, hot and cold. So obviously cold is polar. But a friend of mine pointed out that uh, also hot and cold are polar opposites. Right. Bring in polar. I guess that, that's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so double polar. But is, isn't it instrumental, right? Uh, this is an instrumental, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really long. Yeah, no, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> awesome. Did you, so this is just, you just have this from the singles record. Like, I, don't, I don't know if this is on any of his, his Th- albums. But. This is, this is uh, just from that album. That's, cool. So cool. Obviously, it was like released as a single back in like the 70s or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So let's, uh, do you have anything else to... Uh, my other pick was going to be. Well, wait, 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 wait till later. I just wonder if you had anything else to say about Augustus oh, Polo. Oh no, he's dead. I know that. He's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I wanted to mention about him, actually, um, I know we said this in the other show, but it was like you know twenty episodes ago or something. Um, that the interesting thing about him is that uh, Augustus Pablo, like his real name is Horace Swaby, and Augustus Pablo was the name that in whatever studio he was working in. That was just the name they automatically used for credit for the keyboard player, regardless of who it was. <laughs> the keyboard player would always be called Augustus Pablo. So then when he started doing his solo career, he decided to become the Augustus Pablo. So Augustus, it's like John Doe, right? It's like then did he try yeah. to pick up royalty checks? He, he should have. I mean, not, I, I strongly doubt Jamaica in the 70s had royalty checks floating around. But, you know, so, so yeah, it's cool. that, that, that Augustus, I mean, potentially someone else could just be like, I'm Augustus Pablo. <laughs> like, so it also makes me wonder, too. He's got so many records. Out. I mean, tons and tons of singles and stuff and dub versions and everything. Like, I don't know how many of them actually are him mm. <laughs> how many of them are just some other guy taking the name but yeah, but, yeah I've heard this though this is him this is <laughs> or so you think or so I think I, I've been led to believe was put yeah. out by Trojan so I'm going to assume that it was him <laughs> you'd hope that they know it for sure alright so Hot and Cold Augustus Pablo the Augustus Pablo musical needs God Hot Five
job that I don't get paid for. It takes up all of my free time. All right, yeah. you can have it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a good song. Great song. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess mm-hmm. Polo is awesome. I uh, I remember, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell a story because I told it the last time we played him and it's just like... It's all good. Um, I love kind of the dark uh, tone of that song. It reminds me a little bit of like Sun is Shining by Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah, totally. Kind of a minor sounding reggae. Totally. Yeah, well, the melodica sounds amazing on, on minor. Like that instrument is just so creepy sounding. You know, it's really cool. I've always wanted to get one, but like uh, for the longest time, I went to. I mean, this is I'm ta- this is like when I was a teenager. I was like, okay, I'm melodica, because I'm like I can barely fucking play guitar, right? So it's like, well, I got to do something. If I get a melodica, someone's gonna want me in their band. <laughs> and do you guys know what melodica is? It's like a keyboard that you blow into. It's like a yeah, keyboard yeah, yeah, that's yeah. got the hose attachment, and it sounds super creepy. And like, there's really no context other than that. that you can I was gonna, I was gonna say it sounds kind of like a uh, what's Jason Wheatley play there? The Squeezebox. The oh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, it yeah. Kinda, it, it does just have like that, that too. Yeah. Uh, did Augustus have like a role in popular uh, popularizing the uh, melodica to some extent? As far as I'm concerned, he is the the melodica player. Like, I can't think mm-hmm. of any other 
people who their whole career... I mean, he's a keyboard player, too, obviously. He plays keyboard in his own albums, too. And he was an Augustus Pablo at one point. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, no, he's like, as far as Melodica players, I mean, he's the only one I can name. He's the guy. He's the guy, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know of any other ones. Not that I've done a lot of research into it, but I mean, if you show me a picture of that instrument, I'm immediately going to think of him. Hmm. That might be just because I listen to a lot of reggae. But I, th- I don't know if anyone else... Like, it's not an instrument that pops up in popular music. Not very often, at, no. At all. No, it, it, reggae does a lot, but yeah. I mean, not... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Very hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What do you got, Derek? I'm trying not to squeak my chair is what I'm trying not to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we had one episode like uh, earlier on, and uh, we used to do this in my basement of my old house, like just up the here, and one of the chairs was just the squeakiest thing ever, and you hear it the whole time, just like, yeah. I'm experiencing it right now, I just want to stand up. I think you get used to it, though. I think if you don't draw attention to it, no one really notices <laughs> it. But now everyone's going to be listening. This right? is my squeaky chair. I'm going to listen back to the show, and I'm going to be like, fuck, I hear this chair. <laughs> the whole time, yeah. Okay, so my song is uh, another instrumental, I guess. It's uh, a little bit different, uh, electronic type music it's mimosa and uh in keeping with the polar theme it is icebox what is who is mimosa? i don't have no idea who it is. mimosa is oh, okay we've been down this road uh who has me <laughs> <laughs> trying to i have to explain what mimosa is now mimosa is the royal me. he's a dj yeah, yeah he's a dj but i'm okay. trying to i'm trying to like the genre of dj i like trance house okay uh uh a dubstep ish. How do you uh, how do you get into this? Okay, th- thank you, Sam. Is that, is that what this? <laughs> <is>? <laughs> and the oh, reason the, the reason I'm asking actually is because like you know you're you're kind of trying to figure out what the genre is like in your head as you're talking. Yeah. So obviously you're not like a huge into this music probably. Okay, and that, that's where this goes. This story comes from uh, my my trip to Burning Man in 2011. Oh yeah. Not a huge electronic music fan. Like I was into a few uh, like the like Daft Punk and the yeah, the, yeah. the, the big types. ones yeah, yeah, yeah the big yeah, ones. Yeah. Not really experienced with the DJs and stuff like that. Driving down there with a couple of friends, and uh, these two guys were heavy into that stuff and started yeah. playing a lot of it. And we're down there, and uh, one of the, we're out dr- drunkenly partying at Burning Man one night, and uh, and M- Mimosa is playing, and I have no idea who Mimosa is, and yeah. we go wandering off into the darkness and find this DJ spinning records and blew my mind like it was, cool. it, was re- it really like hit me and 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 kind of i think it was mostly like that just because of the combination of the experience of being at burning man and just being bombarded with all these new sensations and everything and and the music just blew my mind and i i just whenever i hear electronic music now i just think about burning man and i was with derek uh, and we were not prepared really at all uh for any sort of musical schedule of what you could see at burning man right and, uh, you were just there for the craziness, pretty much, or what? it didn't even occur to me. It was something I should look into beforehand. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was Isn't just like a, yeah, I was yeah. just preparing for the experience in itself, right? right? right. It was about uh, a buddy of one, one of our crew. Uh, he was very prepared, and very, uh, we were very thankful that he did because he steered us into a lot of for a lot of good shows and like good DJs. Like, neither of us are like huge. <laughs> the chair's going. Yeah, chair's gone. <laughs> neither of us are huge electronic fans, but uh, or you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so we had a whiteboard, and he would write. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's like, just follow the board. Just yeah. don't worry Refer about to it. the board if you yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want to know what to do. Just look at the board, and he had it all laid out. This is who's playing where, and you know what? Like I don't know, four in the morning, mimosas over here, and we went over there, and it was great. And I saw a lot of other different yeah, yeah. stuff there that I was new to, but this stuck with me. And it's uh, it was of the you know handful of bands that I 
picked up on there. It was one that I could find a polar theme to. So cool. Did go. you get like the record there, like the album there? Or is no, it, no, you no, found it after? You're not allowed to buy anything at Burning Man. Oh, really? Man. You're, not too, to ex- you're not allowed to exchange money at Burning Man. It's one oh, of the ten it's, too, it's too cosmic for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah, you, so you just enjoy the experience while you're there, and then I came home and downloaded that shit. What's the song called again? It's called Icebox by Mimosa. Awesome, let's check it out.
right, that was uh, that was Mimosa. Mimosa Icebox. And uh, I just feel it's important to let the listeners know that we actually recorded a whole bit of discussion. Um, <laughs> and it was really good stuff. It was actually, yeah, it was probably, yeah, so it's gone, it's gone. Something it happened. Definitely the apex of what we've been doing so, so far. Something, something happened. And Shout out to Greg Arcade. Yeah, we, we actually talked about, know. we talked about Greg Arcade in glowing terms, and now it's gone. Yeah, and it's gone forever. It's like, it's like it just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't be recorded. It could, couldn't handle, yeah, that's right, we're talking about microphones, we're talking about Oh, and we got rid of the squeaky chair, we made mention of that. I think we might have mentioned that earlier, though. Did no? we? I don't know. I don't think. No, 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 no. No, here's here's the it. best part. We're now sitting on an icebox. An icebox. Like right. that song ah, you yeah. just listened to. That's actually right, right, right. It's a creepy fact. So I'm going to take a picture of this and throw it up on the page so people will see it. But anyway, so yeah, we talked about the song. You saw a Burning Man. Okay, I wanted to make a parallel between yes. Burning Man. Here's, here's something that uh, kind of, uh, I think it hit me probably on the way there or like shortly before I got there. Yeah. Uh, I think that... Uh, Big flaming pile. If you know, if you're familiar with us at all, you'll know that our our kind of symbol, our little man, yeah, is burning, burning on a flaming pile of crap. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and burning man, burning man, big flaming pile. I felt, I felt, I felt, <laughs> I felt like I felt it's like a stretch. A, I felt like a kinship. Like 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 it was meant to be. Like the, they came up with that name so far before, and it, it's right. just it's it's like they have a symbol of a man on fire. Right, and it's not all that far from our symbol of a man on fire. It's I guess kinda, not. I guess kinda, that's, I guess that's true. It's kind of crazy. Who, who came up with the symbol? Brian. Yeah, yeah. yeah the art director of uh, Big Flame Pile. Everything director of Big Flame yeah. Pile. Uh, actually, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to ask you about that actually is because I mean, like, I went to your website recently, and I, I'd, I obviously totally different than how I used to be back in the day. I used to have all the video stuff and all kinds of things yeah, like your yeah. events and everything, but now it's like t-shirts because that's, that's the yeah. business right yeah. um and you have a lot of novelty t-shirts i think you're probably wearing one right now it looks like uh, uh <laughs> is that are you designing those or where, where are those coming from yeah yeah, yeah. it's we, we cook up the ideas and i do most of the design Brian work. does all of the design cool work. cool he's, he's being modern. he's the magic man in this operation no doubt about it because you i mean you also do custom stuff right i mean that's what yeah. that's probably yeah. what i think people listening to this tend to be a lot of people in bands who want to be on the show themselves <laughs> <laughs> so like um a lot of that you're doing but um and you guys People have are a, just knocking on your door. Sam, can I be on the you show? You know what? I, I gotta say, like, not like that, but <laughs> since we started doing it, like, uh, I've had a lot of people ask me if they can be on. It's great. Like, we love it because, I mean, there's a honestly a pretty small audience to the show. It's not. I mean, it's growing, but it's not. It's not mm-hmm. huge. So the fact that people actually want to be on there, and pretty much everyone we've had on is like, can I come back? I want to come back. So it's. I mean, totally. People like it. But your shirts, though, you um, it's not screen printing, right? You have a different uh, different way to do oh, it. Oh, can I do this? We use a proprietary self-weeding transfer. Seriously? It's not really proprietary, I don't think, but it's 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 really hard. It's really <laughs> somebody. It's pr- it was proprietary. Someone, to somebody. It's, it's, it's it's pretty like advanced stuff. It's yeah. like it's uh it, it's not a uh, direct to garment, but it's pretty much the next best thing to a direct to garment printing without silk screening. So we can. Yeah, do, what does that mean? We, I mean, so, they, silk screening. Okay, is like is like uh, if you get your silk screen right and you pick you print your twenty shirts and you can do a, like maybe four maybe eight colors at max. Yeah, right? and I've seen a bunch of punk bands like I've seen people actually do silk screen by hand. Yeah, and, and we yeah. we've experimented with that yeah. back in the day, and we went through a lot of different like we've been doing this for for a while now, right? Twelve twelve years ish. Yeah, that makes me sound old, but we started young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so we went through a bunch of different processes, and we finally settled on this because we can one off like nobody's business. Yeah. You can you print it and you're done. That's it. It's like a direct garment in that like a direct garment printer. You put the shirt in, it prints yeah. on the garment. So this right? doesn't. Is it a transfer this or is, something? Or? This is a, a two step transfer. It basically we print on one thing and then we transfer the the glue to that image okay. and it just glues where we put our ink and then that goes on the shirt 
and then you don't have like that stupid like transferred shirt uh, the line the the weed, it's weeding right weeding yeah. line when you when you get a self-weeding transfer it only transfers the ink to the glue and then that goes on the shirt and it looks like it looks like us it looks like it's direct to garment printing yours does but they're, yeah. they're when people do it themselves oh yeah, they buy yeah. Them, like, with, yeah. When the, without the self-weeding you yeah. end up with a line around yeah, it yeah, yeah. and those don't last these ours are i have some that we printed five years ago and they're still like yeah. they, we go for kind of a worn look from the get-go get just yeah. because it looks kind of vintagey yeah and they age well i think and so do you guys have a lot of uh, i mean is most of your business through the custom shirts or through the novelty ones like the most of it's through the custom, yeah. custom shirts yeah, definitely. do you still but, do pins and stuff too uh kind of <laughs> no <laughs> we can put you in contact with someone who can do no no, I know, yeah, no, 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 no we kind of phased out the half inch buttons but yeah. we have a partner who who does that stuff yeah. so someone has our the, the reason our, I'm asking is because like as I said you know it's a, it's a music show a lot of people yeah. are in bands that are DIY just like the show is so you know, put, you it, put it this have, way we can hook you up yeah, Look, yeah. I, we might want to get witch police shirts made someday yeah, man, I will make some witch police shirts awesome. gladly awesome and I can do them in a, a wide color spectrum because I'm not limited by the amount of ink that can go into my yeah that's cool machine. that's cool so I can put a picture on there if you want picture <laughs> Ooh, a picture <laughs> like some a real advanced technology yeah. we can put a picture we can put a picture of the four of us sitting around here talking about putting a picture on a shirt on we, a shirt we can put a picture of the icebox we can put the icebox yeah yeah and we say mimosa icebox that would be good to go reference that very, very few people would get. <laughs> four of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and then I whoever listens to the show. And, the, plus and the other you. And you, listener. <laughs> Our listening audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so we we had actually talked quite at length about oh, Burning Man, about this guy's music and where you got it from and everything. And all that. And I just go on. It's not, it's not coming back. It's my we're, fault. I kicked the thing. It's the past, man. <laughs> we move, we're moving forward. Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get the same, uh, same story. I was talking about the, the Verdon having an MJHL team and then it, uh, the funny yeah. thing is that uh, of, uh, of the three of us, plus Michael Salo, yeah. none of our parents actually live in Burden anymore. So yeah. the connection is large and gone. Well, I mean, my connection yeah. was only... My, I like still have like the He-Man clan is still like I have a lot of family. You know, they're, they're, yeah, well, they still family were like that, politicians and stuff around there. Like they were running, running your family and shit. No, no. no. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, boy? <laughs> now, now. I'm going to take got, you all back. You got the crazy eyes, Derek. <laughs> Anyway, in December, the Verdon Oil Capitals are playing in Winnipeg against the uh, the Blues. Should go to the game. <laughs> Can I drink heavily? When yeah, I'm let's there? just do it. Let's get drunk and go to the. Oh, uh, man. I would love to go and heckle the old Verdon kids. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you understand. They're all Winnipeg kids that moved to Verdon. No. Oh. I actually, funny story. I work with a guy. Yeah. Uh, who played for the Saints? Yeah. When they bought the team. Oh, so you had to go to Verdon. No, he said, I'm not going to Verdon. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have done the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Became an electrician. Yeah. Probably a wise choice. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess at that level, moving to Verdon is not really a big, it's not how you get a big contract. But apparently, really. like, from what I hear from the people that I know in Verdon, like, they're they're treated like little mini gods. I bet, yeah. Like, they, they're, it's like having an NHL team to them. For sure, yeah. And they built a new arena and everything. Yes. Yeah. pretty... Well, like I was saying when we were in the part we didn't get, we lost. Uh, if I if they were there when I lived there, I would have bought season tickets. Like yeah. I would have gone, you know. Mm-hmm. Something to do out there, and it, you know, it's cool because uh, I went back to Verdun a number of times, like you know, the late two thousands and stuff. And there was like times when the town didn't look that you know that great. Like there was a lot of empty shops and things like that. Yeah. So it's cool to see that they've you know they're bouncing back to such a way that you know they got a team and yeah, and oil man. and stuff has exploded. Yeah, there, oil's so. at like one hundred and thirty five bucks a barrel. Verdon's gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I liked it when I lived there. I mean, I was only I'm glad I moved back to Winnipeg, but it was yeah, it was a nice. 
Yep. Nice town to start off with, like, a journalism career in, you know, it was, yeah, it's good. Uh, I got no no qualms about, like, growing up there, but uh, it's nice to live in Winnipeg, and yeah, uh, I don't yeah. think I'll ever move back to a small yeah. town. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's move on. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what do you got, Brian, for a song? Did we, uh... Well, yeah, I... We may have um, talked about it before, but it's gone. Well, speaking of uh, Verdon, we kind of found Verdon a bit small, or at least I found <laughs> growing up, there was no not much excitement going yeah. on. So for excitement, we would often go to the big city, which was Brandon, Manitoba. I used to do that too when I lived there. At least take a take a little road trip down the number one highway. They had a McDonald's and a 7-Eleven, so. That's right. And, and they had It's like going lights. to Las Vegas for us. <laughs> they had traffic lights. It was so cool. It was just like, yes. Traffic lights, you could turn left. I know, yeah. Because <laughs> I was often stuck there because I didn't have a car, right? They just gave me the company car to use. Yeah. So, like, if I couldn't get a bus or whatever, or they had something I had to cover on the weekend, I was stuck in Verdon. So, I'd always, like, if I get a Brandon's. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so, um, one of the things to do that Brandon had that, uh, that Verdon didn't was shows. So, we used to go to punk and metal shows. Metal. They were basically the same thing. Brandon like they would just metal. There were so few bands that the punk show was the metal show. Yeah. They would just be all thrown together. You know, the, I just, the one show I ever played in Brandon was a metal show. It was the, the Mouthboat played a metal show with a bunch <laughs> of uh, underage metal kids. Uh-huh. And it was just, it was the weirdest, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, so... so uh, we were those kids once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So um, it's trying to think up a song that went with Polar. Um, thinking back, there was this band in Brandon... Uh, called Arctic Circle, oh, really? one word, um, and <laughs> one word, <laughs> uh, lowercase, and <laughs> of course, of course, there's but they were this uh, a grind metal band. They called themselves Bush Metal, and I looked them up on Facebook, and they're still playing. Nice. They have they've videos and songs they've put out since, um, but I couldn't really find something that I wanted of theirs that I yeah. wanted to play today. But um, Related to that, there was an, this other band, I think, probably played with them on shows, and they were Man Lab. And, uh, Sounds familiar, actually. Man Lab, you've probably heard of. Yeah. Uh, I think, di- I think Sam, you, you will dig Man Lab. Yeah. Um, they're, they're really out there. Um, the song I chose is called Dodo. Okay. So I can't really tie the song or Man Lab directly to Polar. But there's the personal story. Unless uh, Derek came up with this. Um, the South Pole, the North Pole, they have these scientific stations. Labs. Labs. And there's men. <laughs> probably men. <laughs> nice. Somewhere probably man, man, man lab. I was nice. grasping at straws. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I was good. coming up with some good stuff. <laughs> I like the connection. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can bring some stuff together. Yeah. So, so let's play it. Awesome. Man Labs. Check it out.
gonna be a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. That song. I uh, I was not expecting that. Like it was much uh, prettier. <laughs> Vocals aside, like it was, it was pretty good. So you, you saw these guys like a lot live, or they were? Oh, uh, we like, probably saw them too. I, I can times. only remember one time I saw them to yeah. my mind, but I can't say that for sure is the only time I saw them. Mm. Who else did we see regular and um, Brandon teenage knockups? Tsunami bomb. Tsunami I saw bomb. them only once though. Was that one time? Yeah, they were there. They were traveling. Uh, Doc Brown. Oh, yeah. Doc Brown had that uh, high school hero song. I love that song. Oh, uh, our third film that we made, we yeah. did all uh, the soundtrack was all Manitoba bands. Cool. Yeah. We had, can't even remember. We had Teenage Knock. We had Doc Brown. Uh, it was Jay and Silent. No, Bob and Silent Jay. The Surfadelics. The oh, the Surfadelics. I remember those guys. Yeah. Was it the Surfadelics? Was it? Maybe it was. I'm pretty sure that they were on. Uh, oh yeah, that was the name of the song. Yeah. Surfadelics. What was that? Uh, no, no, no. The Bob and Silent J was the name of the, the track. Right, the Surfadelics. Remember weird that name? band with the lead singer named Derek who always wore a muscle shirt and played really fast guitar? They had like a song called 71 Mustang. Yeah, it was like... This was a minor band? More, yeah. Mi- minor, minor Offense. offense. Minor yeah. Offense? Wow, it's like very close to Minor Threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Minor <laughs> exactly. Offense. I wonder if that was the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> minor Threat cover band? Don't confuse It was all originals, but I just it just sticks in my mind. I don't know. So why were there no apes shows in Brandon? Like, did you guys? We do? didn't exist then. You should have. No. You should have existed. Man, you should retroactively exist. At that point, <laughs> if you think I play guitar bad now, you should have seen me. Well, playing guitar good is overrated. Uh, yeah, we should have been doing shows, but uh. I actually like. I mean, I, I actually really like Brandon. Like, I think it's uh, I, when we were there, it had a wicked punk scene. I was really happy. It's a good, to it's a good place. Like, it seems like a good city. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people who don't live there anymore, but they did live there. We used to visit them once a year, and like, it's a cool, cool city. Yeah, I, I'm, I have no qualms with Brandon. Yeah. No, no, I okay. like Brandon. It's a good place. I wasn't so keen on the show that we played there, but that was mainly because like the robot got trashed. And uh, <laughs> actually, if you're li- you just gotta say the kids these days, the kids these days, yeah, the yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, if you've listened to uh, episode, this is episode 45. On episode 43, uh, we had as a guest. One of the guests was Adam Parsons from the band Up and Adam. But before he moved to Winnipeg, he was in a band called Black Jacket uh, from Ottawa, on Timber, Ontario. I think I think they're from Ottawa and Oshawa. They're from Oshawa. And um, they were touring, and multiple played a few shows with them in Winnipeg and Brandon. And that was our one out-of-town date. And I just remember they had their political hardcore band, uh, very, like, in-your-face with the left-wing shit, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they had, like a lot of those bands do, a table full of books and merch mm-hmm. and, like, you know. And Adam tells the story on that episode, which, uh, if you, you know, uh, some drunk underage kid just puked all over the <laughs> and this was just like the start of the tour like they'd just come to Manitoba and they were heading uh, west so it was just, they had to air it all out and everything and then bring it out to the other oh, picked up some left wing book and look at the first picture yeah, it's got- <laughs> <laughs> but it's like how do you sell that again I mean I, I can't believe they didn't just throw it out <laughs> like they brought it with them on tour so oh, like, stinking, stinking up the, the banner the I mean they were a bunch man. of dirty hippies like but oh. you know still or no sorry sorry crust punks right because tre- crust punks and hippies are the same thing they just refuse to admit it like, oh, like <laughs> you know, both have dreads, both are unemployable, <laughs> both have radical politics, you know. A horrible stench. Yeah, horrible stench, like, you know, vegans usually. <laughs> and always planting trees. Always planting trees, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just different different levels of regression. That's really the only difference, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that was, I can't imagine what these guys look like, the Man Lab. <laughs> just based on that song, it just seems like. They're an enigma, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, are they still around, or? I have no information on Man okay. Lab whatsoever. Oh, it's cool. I got nothing. I like, I like the violin that just shows up randomly. They there. changed their name and they're now known as One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Good oh, one. Yeah. I applaud you. Imagine if those guys were from Brandon. Oh, God. <laughs> so weird. They aren't. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was cool. Was, uh, I like the roundabout way that it fit the theme, too. It was, uh, Great. Good stuff. Because that's the thing, right? I mean, as long as there's a there's some kind of explanation <laughs> for how it works, it's cool. If someone's just like, yeah, I picked a song. It's just like, well, fuck, why are you here? <laughs> you know, like, at least at least have a way that it connected to something. I mean, that's the whole point of the theme. Because we I, started off doing the show, it was just play whatever. The first episode we did, it was extremely long, like three hours. We had like <laughs> nine to ten songs. And it was just the three of us, and we were just talking. And, like, it's not good. No, no <laughs> there's no There's no focus whatsoever. I practiced for a really long time flipping through the Kinks library, trying to find one Kinks song I could tie yeah. in because I really want to play the Kinks. And so I practiced up really good and I helped Brian with his little segue there because yeah. I, I, I had tried everything to get a kink song a polar but it just didn't happen well you couldn't have just found like a lyric or something that you could have forced I, in there I don't know I through all the lyrics of uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the lighter notes kinks on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well you had a bit of time you had like a week before we yeah, show you you could have what else are you also, also this, really really lazy <laughs> if only there was a giant database somewhere exactly, yeah. you could just connect to <laughs> and just type something in like via some sort of wire connection yeah 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 I had I had an old Blender magazine that had an oh, article. Oh, man, Blender. Yeah, man. They had an article about a band from Australia called the Bipolar Bears. That's a good name. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad name, but it's a good name. <laughs> and uh, it, it was, uh, what was notable of the band, other than their name, was that uh, they were all bipolar people. Oh, who wow. had, doing a band was some sort of therapy or treatment that they were under. Were and, they good? And, well, the band was good enough that they started, do, started gigging, basically, oh. and, uh, so I tried to find some information on these guys, but couldn't. Uh, there's actually about a million other bands out there yeah, that I have guess taken that name. Uh, kind of reminds me of the Orlando Solar Bears, which was uh, an IHL <laughs> team. And then I think they were in the ECHL as well, but like... There's, back, there's a band called the Polar Bear Club, too. Is oh, there? Oh, yeah, sweet. yeah. Sweet. It's cool. Lots of well, could talk about the Polaris Prize, too. That fits yes. into the polar thing. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sick of talking about it. But Black Speed, Speed you got Emperor. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that's, that's my spinoff band. I like that better than the real name. And just <laughs> avoid the shitty punctuation randomly in there. Black Speed you got Emperor. <laughs> that's what I'm naming this episode. <laughs> the title of the episode. Black Speed you got Emperor. <laughs> that's great. We played one of their songs. This show Who cares? We need to play one of their songs. But that's kind of cool that they won. I mean, they're... A pretty, yeah, pretty out there band. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, we actually had like a huge rant about the Polaris Prize a few months ago, um, and I don't want to bring it all up again. But mm. I feel like every year there's like one person on the sh- long list that think, yes, yes, this is you guys, you finally got it. Like the rest of this crap, I don't care. And then they never make the short list. <laughs> it's just so like, who was it this year? This year was uh, Ken Mode. Oh, well, I yeah. love, I love Ken Mode. Like I've been a band for a long time. Yeah, we saw Ken Mode n- innumerable times. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon yeah, for sure. Yeah, great band. My grandpa's army back in the nineties used to play with Ken Mode all the time. <laughs> I still listen to them. Like I, I, I really, really want to get one of those guys or all of them on the show, but they're always touring. Can we differentiate between all these bands we're talking about and our band at this point? <laughs> Do you need to? People are going to hear it. I, it <laughs> we're yeah, way, we're so way better than all these bands. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, did Ken Mode play Arson Fest that year that we came? Oh, probably. Yes, yes, probably that was the first time I ever went to the Albert. Oh, oh really? I think that was the first. Yeah. first How old were you? I'm not mistaken. Eight, well, he would. You would have been. Well, would would just. Right. I would have just turned eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Because I was the youngest of us. So and was this after the Albert had already stopped doing all ages shows? It was like a, it was a bar show. It was a bar yeah, show yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I remember the Albert used to do all ages shows on Sundays. We came into the city to look for apartments, and we ended up just oh Arson Fest. That sounds good. And we went down there, and I 
I remember being really, really, really ridiculously offended by the noise for the first few bands. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like it was too much. Yeah, well, I, yeah it was um, just like m- mid-afternoon, probably a Saturday. Um, we didn't know that there was a front door. We just like we were walking around. Oh, we yeah, saw yeah. the big Albert sign on the side. So um, we walk yeah. in the side door, and up up on stage is this uh, burly. Yeah. Metal band, um, like a guy with an oil drum and a grinder. <laughs> and this, <is> nice. <laughs> this actually happens. All <laughs> awesome. That was our introduction to the that's Albert. Oh, welcome Albert to the Albert. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You know yeah, now it's... When it opened, the Albert was like a fine hotel. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's crazy. Well, I, the first time I ever went to the Albert... Well, my first time I ever went there. First time I ever played there, I was 16. And um, we were a ska band, right? Which it was like a punk show. And the whole time... There's this, actually it wasn't a punk show, it was a ska show, but we were the first band that played, so we got the drunk people before the actual fans showed up. And um, it was our first bar show, and there's some drunk guy in the front, the whole show between songs, play some fucking Motorhead! <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> could have been worse, he could have been after Slayer. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, get back onto the onto the songs here. So, Alex, you got something else? To... Alright, I chose uh, Cold Cold Heart by Hank Williams. Uh the cold is the polar tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not Makes really sense. a big story behind it other than like I'm a huge Hank Williams Hank's fan. Hank's great, yeah. Um, you know, country country artists that I'm really into, I could count on one hand for sure. But uh, that's it. Hank, You're gonna a very very short list of yeah, well, yeah, Hank Williams, Willie Nelson, and you know some country influenced stuff from the 60s and 70s. But that's uh, it. Uh, that's it for the most part. A little bit of Waylon Jennings, I guess. Yeah, but uh, love Hank and oh, Hank's uh, incredible, love man. this love this song too. Yeah. So, so just the cold, the cold, just polar, the cold, 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 cold heart. Awesome. If you're listening to this, you have a cold heart, a cold, cold heart. So every listener does. This, this goes listener. out to <laughs> every dedicated listener. to everyone who's listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you All should right. maybe maybe put a, some sort of you know note on the thing. Do do not listen to this unless you have a cold, 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 cold heart. Then no one's gonna listen to it. And then we then we know for sure yeah. that he's right about that. When we see the like the four download count, one of them being me, one of them being me listening back to make sure the show went all right. Uh, and then the other one being you guys and that's what we know yeah. 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 So one there's one cold cold heart out there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah someone listen to it. Anyway. Hank Williams. I try so hard, my dear, to show that you were my every dream. Yet you're afraid each thing I do is just some evil scheme. A memory from your lonesome past keeps us so far apart. Why can't I free your doubtful mind And melt your cold, cold heart Another love before my time Made your heart sad and blue And so my heart is paying now For things I didn't do In anger unkind words are said that make the teardrops start Why can't I free your doubtful mind And melt your cold, cold heart You'll never know how much it hurts To see you sit and cry 
you know you need and want my love Yet you're afraid to try Why do you run and hide from life To try it just ain't smart Why can't I free your doubtful mind And melt your cold, cold heart There was a time when I believed That you belong to me But now I know your heart is shackled To a memory The more I learn to care for you The more we drift apart Why can't I free your doubtful mind And melt your cold, cold heart. Hank Williams, Cold, Cold Heart, all-time classic. Yeah, it was a good choice. I mean, I don't know if there's anything that needs to be said about Hank that... That hasn't already been said and written and... Yeah. Sung about by some other guys. By other guys, by his son and his grandson. (laughs) Yeah. Plagiarized. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's totally great. Um, I, I think that your statement earlier about how you um, like have a very limited amount of country you listen to. Mm-hmm. I think you need to you need to dig, you yeah, need to dig a little bit deeper because a lot of the stuff that came out in this era is a very similar kind of style, and I love this kind of stuff. I can't handle like you know uh, you know you got the headphone microphone <laughs> kind yeah, of stuff yeah. in the car. I got my truck stuck. Yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> handle that shit. I can't. I, I actually have been listening to like Patsy Cline, like massive amounts of Patsy Cline lately. And actually, this ties back to Verdon because when I was in Verdon, there was a Patsy Cline tribute band that came through town and played at the auditorium, and I interviewed her. And it was like a big story in in the paper, and I, I remember at the time like this is pretty cool. <laughs> I kind of like this, but I was like, you know, I was twenty or whatever. I'm like, fuck. She didn't say that. I didn't anyone. say that to yeah. anyone. <laughs> I kept it to but now, now, like, I, if I see a Patsy Cline record in a record store, I'm buying it. Like, I, I, I downloaded an entire box set of like all of her stuff. I have a bunch of stuff on vinyl. As long as it's really not a really attractive looking chick buying the teller that you just want to impress them out. <laughs> oh, whatever. I've been married for five years. <laughs> that's not. That's not um, a concern anymore. Well, what I'm doing, yeah. I'm just saying it affects the way I purchase things. Yeah. Like well, you think they would be offended by the Patsy Cline purchase, or they would like look down on you? Well, they might. I'm or would they I'm not be like, holy I'm shit, this guy has amazing taste. Patsy Cline is incredible. That right? might happen. Right? But probably not. Uh, one <laughs> amazing country thing I recently heard was a video playing jo- the original Jolene single, um, uh, Slow Okay, I gotta talk about this, because we did that on this show, like, back in last winter. You, and I've, I've listened to that. I've been listening to that record that way for years. I have the single. Jolene is one of my all-time favorite songs by anybody ever. And... I accidentally played, this is like maybe five, six, seven, eight years ago, like a long time ago, I played it at the wrong speed. And I was like, this sounds amazing. And I've been, every time people come to my house, I show them the Jolene thing. And then I saw, I've definitely listened to you. I've been the guy that came to your house and you showed that. Yeah, yeah, And and I I saw this going around on Facebook and stuff a couple months ago. I was like, we we did this. All right. And we actually played it. it. I didn't invent it, but like, I was like, (laughs) on one hand, it's like, this is awesome. People are discovering how good this sounds. But at the same time, it's like, but no one listened to me when I told you this was great. You have know? heard Nicki Minaj slow down? No, I've heard Justin Bieber slow down like 500%. Nicki Minaj, Nicki sounds like Minaj fucking bird sounds noises. Like, yeah, it sounds like Jay-Z, like crazy. <laughs> like crazy, like Jay-Z. Wow. Yeah, the Justin Seriously, Bieber. Seriously, he, he put it down. on for me yeah. and it said, guess who this sounds and like. And you thought it was Jay-Z. Right off the bat, it sounds just like Jay-Z. <laughs> it's it's, it's like you would think. I gotta try that. It's crazy. That's it's crazy. hilarious. Yeah. Okay, you guys are talking about country songs. I have one country song I like. What is it? Red Solo Cup. <laughs> Red Solo Cup. That's the worst. <laughs> uh, you, you know what's great though is uh, "Piss on a Rope" by Ween off of their yeah, yeah. country album. 
that song's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. We we, 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 we too. That um, sounds difficult. <laughs> you gotta listen to well, well, just talking about rap and talking about things we were talking about while the song was playing. Um, I have to address this. Um, we Hank Williams is one of the people we played on the show. Like we try to avoid playing the same artist over and over again, but because there's guests and stuff, right? That happens. So, like it is all, all it's inevitable. And someone like Hank Williams this is, the, I think, the third or fourth time he's been on the show. He's been on the show. We played records <laughs> on the show. And Hank was here. He was drunk in the corner. Um, he signed my hat. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was mentioning that one of the other artists we played a lot on the show is Dead Prez. And then Alex decided to comment. Well, what, would you want to tell me again what your favorite Dead Press song is? I just said it's my favorite song, but I said, you know what song I really love is Mind Sex. And, like, I just, I can't let that go. Like, right. that's, that's, that's gotta Sam. be the, that's gotta be the worst song. I mean, that album's incredible. <laughs> that is the song you skip. If you have no, the first no. Dead Press album, no, no. you listen to everything else and it's, you just, like, take in how amazing it is. And that song is just like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, not, not you, but they, with them, it's just so, it's, oh. Sam, let's start with the salad. Fresh bed, of, fresh bed of lettuce with croutons. Maybe less. Maybe later we'll go play a game of chess on the futon. I, I know the song. Has there ever been another song uh, in the rap genre that referenced croutons? So you like it because <laughs> they've gone out of their way to be ridiculous? Is that like? You know, I mean, what, if, you know, if you know about Dead Prez, and I'm sure you do, obviously, they're like very opinionated, and they're, oh, of they're, they like. You know, part of their music is they do kind of shove their lifestyle and stuff down down. Yeah, and the that's what a lot of people throat. like about it. I think. Yeah, and that's what I like about it too. That song is like totally one hundred percent their creation, and it yeah. fits very much into their universe. I enjoy that song more than like I enjoyed Psychology or. It doesn't. You know. it, no, it doesn't. It doesn't though because like, I think the reason that they are the reason that I like them so much is because they're extremely opinionated. I don't necessarily even agree with everything they're saying, mm-hmm. but they come at it super hard. Whatever their opinion is, whether mm-hmm. it's like. Uh, you know, I mean, they even have songs about working out. Like, actually, some of their later songs are just, like, the guys talking about being in the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's kind of ridiculous, but they're, like, you know, he, he means it, right? Mm-hmm. This is just this is this soft little sappy thing. Like, I mean, it's hard to do a hip-hop love song, for sure, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to do it. I mean, it's, people have done it well, and I don't think that's... It's just so cheesy. It's like, oh, let's go eat some vegan food and, like, oh, you know... But it's meant to be cheesy. It's meant to be so over the top, and it's, it's like, you do want to cack, but it's... In my opinion, a great song. And I don't know. It's, I can unite you some, guys and say there's some thug poetry at the end of it too. What? What's the, what's the thug? I love poetry? Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> there's also thug poetry on that song. No, just kidding. Um, no, there's. Like I just a, don't think the word thug and poetry you need to. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I tried, but it didn't work. I don't know. I mean, whatever. People don't care. <laughs> but uh, I, I just think that's like the one song on the album that like I really couldn't get into, and it, it's. It almost seems like it's fake. It almost seems like it's like we're gonna put this on the album because we want girls who are listening to think that we're like sensitive. <laughs> That's how it comes across to me. You know, maybe they're hey, sensitive. Hey, girls, Dead Prez is sensitive. I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy likes the Eagles. He likes the Eagles. That's the idea. To California. <laughs> I'm more sensitive than that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know the songs that I enjoy most of that album or that one, uh, Happiness. And, yeah. Uh, is it called Eat, Be Healthy? Eat Healthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Well, there's another one about being vegan and stuff. They're talking about. And, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm cool with that. I, I mean, I listen to a lot of bands that have that kind of thing. But it's just the. Uh, it just seems. It really seems like it's put there. To and it's like, look, look, we're we're, we're cool. We're cool, ladies. You know, like we're. Uh, we don't just want to have sex with you. We want to like you know play chess and, <laughs> and like talk about your feelings and read some poetry. You know, it just it's like oh, give me a break. Just you know, go back to talking about overthrowing the government and killing cops. That's what I wanted. To. <laughs> so that's why I bought your record. You know, like uh, in a very intelligent, uh, well thought out way. You know, like that's uh, yeah. So that's my. I, I don't like the song. 
That's okay. But it's not every it's time you every time you skip it, I'm probably playing it. So. Yeah, so it's all good. Someone's it, it, it yeah, all bounces. Anyway, that has nothing to do with cold or polar or anything like that. So Derek has another song. <laughs> I have another song. Good. Okay, so I felt like the first song that I chose, Mimosa, Icebox, yeah. was not really representative of my life of music. It's it's what I'm into sometimes now. Yeah. But I have always well since Brian introduced me in the mid '90s to punk rock. Yeah. I have been a punk rock. What was your first? Uh, Oh, probably the Ramones. I yeah, imagine. Yeah. I, I I love the Ramones. Ramones I love the, amazing. The, the Kinks, although it's kind of not, not really punk, punk rock, rock no. but but I okay Ramones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so this one is more representative of what I would call my my genre of choice. Which, yeah. So I went with uh, the Descendants, Iceman. Cool. From yeah. 1987. 1987. First is Icebox, and now it's Iceman. That's pretty polar. Yeah, well, you know, that's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what if there was a man in the icebox? A man in the ice? That's like an <laughs> Alice in Ice Chains song. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not my song. <laughs> All right, so this is a uh, man in the icebox by Alice in Ice Chains. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the descendants. You got anything else to say? We're going to listen to the song first. No, just let's listen to right, check it out. This band is awesome. Everyone knows they're awesome. Hey! 
part of our generation. Let us mourn. So those are the descendants? The Iceman. Iceman. Ice. I, uh, I definitely sounds late 80s. Like, a lot of those bands kind of slowed down a little bit. and I mean, like, like Black Flag did and uh, mm-hmm. um, Black Bad Brains did. Like, all it's totally the thing that happened with that. I like it, too. I like when they got kind of metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really chunky. Guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, my favorite Black Black Flag stuff is, is that kind of, like, where they've slowed it way down. It's kind of sludgy, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. It's a great tune. I like that It's cool. But then Punk got fast again. Like in the nineties, all these skate punk bands showed up and started like, yeah. and even bands like the Descendants, their nineties stuff is like, all of a sudden yeah, picks right up and yeah. Yeah. faster and better. Cool band though. I'd love to see those go live. I don't yeah. have, but it would be amazing. Mm. I don't know. Do they still play? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had an album last year too. They put albums all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good band. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to. Do you Descendants. Know, I got nothing uh, to add. Milo I, went to college. What did he? Did, what did he get? They did go to college, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I never heard any follow up from that. Like, I mean, he must have got some kind of. I'm sure. Yeah, he, he probably has some kind of. All those punk guys have crazy degrees. Like, uh, like Greg Graffin, like yeah. about religion, has some insane degree. And the dude from the Offspring has like some kind of, in uh, like ridiculous science degree. The singer and stuff. So I'm assuming Milo got some kind of uh, something. As you do, as you do. I mean, he's got an album called Milo Goes to College, right? Obviously, he's going to have something to show for. Otherwise, people can be like, well, what did you do with college? Yeah. I dropped out, yeah. dumbass. <laughs> dropped out to be a punk band. No, because, I mean, he dropped out, and that's what... Is that why it all started? Do you guys... Because, you know, all is the... I don't really know. All is the other band, right? Like, the yeah. Descendants and all are the same band with different singers. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Back the train up. Yeah. I didn't know that. Because all... Yeah, all is the same musicians, but they have a different guy singing, and I'm assuming it's because Milo went I wouldn't, to I don't even think I knew All was a band. All is a really good band. They sound like the Descendants with a different singer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew about the All Logistics. Yeah, and the Descendants have uh, a song called All, which yeah. is just... We shall achieve All. No, well, they have also the, the one where they just yell All. Oh. It's just they right. count yeah. in yeah. All! <laughs> That's the song. <laughs> yeah. Huh. And then they have the other one where it's like, uh, No, All. <laughs> That's yeah. the song. So if all ever comes up as a theme, I'm playing both those <laughs> like, like a second long each, right? So, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I don't. I don't really know the story. I was hoping that maybe you did because you played this song, but like, I, I'm not sure is, why they. Uh, this is okay. This I had said to you. I got nothing to say about this. I love this song. I don't know anything about the Descendants. All right. I enough. hope I hoped you would know more, and you do. See, you know way more than me. But my what I know is a question. <laughs> like, yeah, someone else will answer it. Some someone, someone, like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Do all their albums have like doodles for covers? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, all the ones I, I have and I've seen. All have, the ones I have, yeah. Do. Been and that for like awesome, just like years or whatever, and bold block letter those. font yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and then like That's the you know, one color background, and then the doodle on it. I like it; it's really cool. Yeah, I, dug, I dug the CD out for this, but it was easier to go on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like a I lot actually of... don't even know if I have a CD player anymore. Really? I think I played last time I played a, a, a CD. I put it in my PlayStation. Yeah, I was actually talking <laughs> about this with someone uh, recently that like uh, CDs are are slowly being phased out as far in terms of like. Um, like media people are buying like CDRs and stuff, right? They're yeah. not. They're not. Sure. They're, I think pretty soon they're going to be just done. Mm-hmm. And so tons of people don't don't have CD player. My sister's a, a teacher, and she was saying um, she had some kind of assignment where for whatever reason kids had to bring in a CD that they that was disposable, you know, something they could throw out to use mm-hmm. for a science experiment. She's a science teacher, and some of the kids like we don't have CDs, mm-hmm. which like it just blows my mind. This, I mean, it makes sense, but. The fact that someone wouldn't have a CD. I definitely went through a portion of, uh, like, a couple of days of my life where it was like, man, should I just, like, 
get rid of all my CDs because right. I have them all in MP3 anyway, right? Yeah. So I kept my CDs, but I threw out all the plastic so cases. I, so I that was my DVDs. The, the, the art and yeah, the, I kept the cover, I kept the back yeah. uh, tray card, and I kept the uh, liner notes. My DVDs, I, I had a, a huge collection of DVDs, and I minus them down to one binder, but all my CDs are still in a yeah. rack. It's weird. I don't know. I, I guess I guess they're they're going away. I mean, you still see them at records at HME and stuff, yeah. but like I still buy them. Like, I, it's a dying format, no doubt about it. It has been for a long. time. I wonder. Do you think it's going to get a, a renaissance like vinyl did? I don't think it will because no, there's nothing. No. There's nothing like there's something uh, special about wax. And the tapes are coming back too, which is fantastic. Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, we released they ours they, on tape. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> right? Everything they multiplied every day came on tape, <laughs> and it, yeah, it was a necessity. But that's why tapes are so good because they never really died because punk and metal bands and stuff were always still even up like you know in the time when they died. They still existed because it's yeah. cheap. You can make as many as you want. You can do it all DIY and stuff. So I think it's cool they're coming back. I, I kind of bugs me a little bit that it's like become this hipster thing. Like, you know, oh man, I got this on cassette. It's just like, well, I have cassettes. What's pro- you know, what, what's the big deal? I got boxes of them. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not that exciting. It's a tape. But I don't know. I, I can't see CDs ever becoming that. No, Maybe no, they I will. Think, I don't think so. I, they'll be used more for like m- people melt them into bowls. Yeah, like, I was going to say, people make like art like projects be in a frame yeah. of but, a bunch uh, of CDs. Do computers even come with the CD drives anymore? Like yeah, oh yeah. DVD probably like, Blu-ray maybe, but like no, th- well yeah, you can use that same, to yeah, play. It's yeah, the same yeah. thing. I yeah. tip, yeah, it's, it's just a better one, right? But yeah. yeah, you still get all of your media still comes, all your games and stuff still come on CD. It's weird. I can't, I can't, I can't. I mean, I know this show comes on MP3, and like I do listen to, and Witch Police is all free MP3. Put this one on tape. <laughs> yeah, podcast on tape. <laughs> we should we should actually get a seven inch press and just all podcast on vinyl. Podcast by subscription. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just like the Columbia House of just because yeah. we're so damn yeah. cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I, it's weird. Do you guys mostly listen to MP3s, or do you have actually like uh, physical? Yeah, MP3s. I, I've got lots of physical physical music, but yeah. it's you have to admit, like nowadays, you know, it's just plug and play. Convenient. Plug and play is the yeah. easiest way to do it. So you both the your primary. Totally, totally. Yeah, you don't want to be holding the Walkman when you're walking down the street. No, it doesn't no. look cool. I've done it. Like recently, very <laughs> yeah. Because I have a lot of tapes though that uh, I've actually been digitizing some of them. I got a lot of tapes by local bands and stuff from like the mid '90s, and it's you're not gonna this does in something that was reissued ever. So. Doesn't work jogging on the treadmill though. No, it's <laughs> cool. well, it worked for decades though, right? People were using it in the '80s and yeah. stuff. I don't know. I just uh, I can't. Okay, well, this is another question I have then. Have you guys ever? Because I, I think it's worth mentioning this because this is a podcast and. Um, most people get their podcasts from iTunes, right? They they have they, they will find the podcast on iTunes. Oh, I don't subscribe to that shit. Good. Well, this is what I'm going to talk shit about iTunes right now. Um, and they and they, they sign up, and then it automatically dumps the thing into the thing. Yeah. This podcast you can get. You can There's a little subscription button at the beginning of each post. You click on it. There'll be a thing that says iTunes. You hit that, and it'll do it. Mm-hmm. But if you go to iTunes and you type in Witch Police, nothing comes up. Hmm. And uh, I had a lot of difficulties... Um, trying to get it onto iTunes. Maybe by the time you hear this, I'll figure it out and it'll be all good. But mm-hmm. uh, First of all, I tried to sign up. I was like, okay, I'm going to submit my podcast. And it's like, you need an iTunes account. So I went through this thing and it's like, we need your credit card number. And I remember thinking like, I have never, ever, ever purchased an MP3. I don't like MP3s other than if I have to listen to them or it's just someone sending me a file to hear. Uh, if I, so I'm not, I'm not going to, I know I should never say never, but I'm never going to buy an MP3. Like, I, I'm going to... I'm going to download an MP3 for free. If I like it, I'm going to go buy the LP. Sam or the is going to stop listening to music in five years. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I'm not saying, well, listen to MP3s. I'm not going to buy them, right? Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I don't see the reason for it, why I would want to buy something. I, I buy MP3s to, well, to, to support ask. a band. Okay. Yeah. But I will never buy one via an iTunes account because I do not support Apple. Okay. <laughs> well, my, my reason for it anyway is they, 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 they wanted my credit card, so I said, well, I'm not, giving you, I'm not going to use it to buy anything from you, so... 
well, I don't need this. So then I, we tried to get someone else to set it up for us, and they rejected it. So, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Um, but what I was going to ask is, like, yeah, do you actually buy... Because I've never bought music in digital form. I've, I've bought records and had them sent to me. Hmm. But I've never... Is that... I mean... I've bought tons of music through, iPhone, or through uh, iTunes. I buy my music on Blackberry World because I'm a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a patriot, act of patriotism here. Yeah, yes, uh, I bought a few songs here and there on, on iTunes. The only album I bought was... Beastie Boys Hot Sauce Committee Part oh, yeah. 2 when that came out yeah, I just couldn't I d- didn't need the CD right mm-hmm. didn't want to splurge for the wax so I got the MP3s just yeah but I think this is what kids like you know someone's 16 now I think that's just how they buy music oh yeah sure. entirely and it's weird to me that they would I mean I liked the trip to the records like to the oh, CD love Plus it. and oh, Brandon for sure. when I was 16 that was a good CD Plus yes yeah, I bought a lot yeah, of stuff there I yeah. bought a lot of stuff there yeah. yeah I completely romanticized the trip to the CD store and just yeah. going through that and I, still I would what I would do is this was in the days of Napster yeah yeah I would yeah. learn about all the music on Napster and then go buy it and then go buy this it this is still what I do mm-hmm. I, I download torrents of stuff I don't really like MP3s that much as a, as a way of listening to music so I'll download something if I read about an album in a magazine or something, download it, listen to it. If I like it, I'll go find the record and then I'll delete the MP3s. Okay, so you're cool with? Okay, no, you delete them when you're done with them. I don't need them. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep. You them don't around. keep an MP3 I, unless it's something I can't find. If it's okay. something that I can't. Like a lot of really but you old won't music. pay for an MP3. No, I'm not gonna pay for it because <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of ones and zeros no, not, anyway. No, if they want my money, they can make the record available to me. Okay, I, I'm willing to spend the money That's on, fair. on That's a, fair. you know. Yeah. Everybody uses torrents and things like that. I mean. You know, no, nobody's about that really. But uh, I just can't understand why the how the MP3 business makes any money because it's so rarely available for free. Everything, like I mean, I know there's the ethics you know what, there's, or whatever, but yeah, there's a lot of people out there that are you know what? There's a I think it's a class thing. Yeah. Truthfully, yeah. The the middle to upper class. Yeah. They feel obligated to pay for them. I think, at least at least at least moderately, because you know what? Most of the time, the middle to upper class, it's not even the. It's just the kids, or what we're talking about, kids, the 16-year-old. The 16-year-old of today has his dad's credit card. Mm-hmm. That's scary. As well, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, but yeah. I'm talking about that middle topper class. I know, yeah, 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 yeah. They have their dad's credit card. They don't know what it. Oh, no, my, my song, I'm buying an album. Yeah. Doom, doom, doom. The, the, the dad goes, oh, I bought six albums this yeah. month. There's nothing said of it. I guess so. Yeah. He's not out shooting somebody up in the North End, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Well, the other thing is too is that no one listens to albums anymore. Right. Because the shuffle thing is rules everything, right? I still so, listen to albums. I, I honestly same. think that I think when I buy an album on Blackberry World, okay. I uh, I listen to them in the in the order they're presented yeah. because yeah. I think that there's something to do with the compilation of an album. There is the, the, and, the sequencing. Like, it's important. And, yeah, and and I think there's nothing wrong with the shuffle if you're if you want to listen to everything. Yeah, I'll shuffle the whole catalog. But mm-hmm. if I'm listening to a, a song a, like a, a specific artist, yeah. I'll listen to it the way he's presenting it to me from start to finish. That's good. No doubt about it. That's for sure. The sequencing, is, it, it's important, it, makes it, it makes it yeah. different. I um, mean, even the sequencing on tapes and records where it's side A and side B, that doesn't exist in CDs and especially not on MP3s, but I think that is important. It does in MP3s like, if you buy an album of MP3s. Does it, though? If you're I, listening to it on your thing, you're listening to it from song one to song 12, are you, you going to be like, oh, here's where I would flip the side? Like, do you stop it and then start it again? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. No, okay, nope. okay. That's what no, I mean, right? I mean, no flipping, there's no second side. Okay, so yeah. so I only get one album and you get two. But same get two with sides. CD. Yeah, same with CD. For sure. I don't mean I get two albums out of it. I mean that, like, there's a... Some albums, anyway, are, are especially older ones. Like up, and then you get the crescendo, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and I mean, the pause, the pause is written into the thing yeah. almost, where it's like this right. is a, a natural point where you want to stop. Yeah. And there's certain albums that I that I love that I can say like 
side B of this album is like my favorite side of an album, you know? And that doesn't exist anymore. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you, I, don't, you don't always want a, a full album, though, like depending on the artists and the songs. Like, you know, yeah. I can get Friend or Foe by Adam Ant, but I don't need the whole Friend or Foe album. I mean, do you? I don't know. <laughs> it's not good. No, but, but, the song is, but the song is good. Right, right. You know, yeah. so all I'm not saying I listen to the full so, album you know, all the time. How many albums out there are like padded full of fluff and, you know, I think you're really are, listening to for it? To hear three or four songs out of twelve, I think albums now are made as just a collection of singles rather than an actual cohesive album because artists know that. Well, I mean, some will do it. Some who are more interested in doing a concept or something, but yeah. they know that people are going to be it's disposable. They can just flip around like so. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. I think that anytime you look at an album, somebody has taken the time, at least in some moderate sense, to say this makes sense to put them this way. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that. Well, no, I no, I, I would go. I would say. Every album that comes out, someone has sequenced them in some someone way for them. some reason. Yeah, sure. It might be a moderate, you know, reason, or it might be a very, you know, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I'd like there may be more definition to that, or it may be just subtle. But yeah. it's it's happened, and you might not recognize it. Yeah, but you might. I don't know. I just feel like I'm totally old and out of touch, and like uh, yeah, you know. buy some fucking MP3s. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I want fucking MP3. You know, what's it gonna hurt you? Sometimes you don't want. You know what? You know. Sometimes you don't want to spend 15 bucks on an album when you just want a couple of songs, and that could be like you know, uh, iTunes can sell you that for. Three, See, my for my, three my theory bucks. is that I'm just gonna get a different album where I do want all 15 songs. No. Then you're old enough. And then I'll watch <laughs> when I, I am old enough. When I want to hear the song, I'll look it up on YouTube and just listen to it then. And not actually have a copy of it because I don't need you know that's that's but like I I have I have a smartphone right and I listened to uh, it took me forever to get one I was really like just because I didn't think I needed one but I uh, I listen to music on it I walk forty minutes to and from work every day so I got a lot of time to listen to music mm-hmm. and I mostly listen to podcasts but I do listen to music as well what I'll do uh, if I'm listening to music is the day the morning before I leave for work I will load a bunch of albums on it mm-hmm. and then once those are done I will take them off. And put more albums on. <laughs> like I know most people have the thing where they have three hundred thousand songs yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. So I, I still can't get out of the the, the trid, like the standard way of doing the tapes. Traditional. You're putting a CD. In your I'm MP3 putting player. a CD in my disc <laughs> or tape. In my That's what I'm doing, right? Yeah. I yeah. got gotcha. It's weird. A, I, I, it's, you know, different strokes for different folks. Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing is wrong or right. It's just it's weird. I can't. I just can't get with the future. Talk to a <laughs> therapist <laughs> about this. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. This is what this is. <laughs> when did you? Really my personal problems on the radio. Do you want to lay down? Yeah. <laughs> when did you get your first cell phone? Uh, well, I had one for a job that came with a job in like 2004, but I didn't want one, and that was that didn't have any fancy shit on it. It didn't play music or anything. It was just one of those, yeah. you know, dials. That's it. But this one I got like a couple years, a year ago, oh, yeah. maybe, and I didn't have anything for. I still have a landline. So. Oh yeah, I still do too, and yeah. I have never owned a cell phone. Yeah, oh. except for you have this thing. Where you that, just pull that's, up. that's my work cell phone. Oh yeah, so same deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah I I have to have. <laughs> but wait, let me download download some MP3s. <laughs> as long as you're paying for them, yeah. yeah. The, this podcast right now, as it's being recorded. Well, this podcast oh, I can't get this free, podcast. It's on. Uh, it's on, uh, I don't do iTunes. It's not on iTunes. You can get it. <laughs> what is it? You can. Yeah. Anyway. So you said it, you got it up on iTunes, but it was rejected. We tried to submit it, but it was rejected. They don't tell you why either. My okay. guess is because it has third-party music. Right. We don't uh, I imagine that's for. it. Yeah. We have a gray area in that it's broadcast on UMFM, and they keep track of all the songs that are played. And we submit playlists to them and stuff. So they, I mean, there's some way that campus and community stations pay mm-hmm. artists, right? Yeah. I don't know how it's, it works. But I think they, it's the same idea as a DJ who spins records. I you think pay, you pay such and such to have like this catalog, yeah. and it is an extensive catalog, yeah. and you pay your so, fee per year. So I mean, yes, this is being 
this is on the internet and people are downloading it for free and they're getting this music for free but it's not they're not it's not like they're getting individual songs they're getting it in the context of a, a, a talk radio thing sure. and it's also being played on radio which is paying for it and so, if they do uh, as you suggest they would delete it when they're done yeah. with it. they're forced but to why listen would you, to our <laughs> why would you keep a podcast and we, I mean like what any podcast with this one <laughs> yeah this this one you should keep yeah. <laughs> put it in this regular a, rotation yeah. here yeah. and okay Especially and I'm going to help DJ. you out gym, I'm going to help you out at the gym yeah. right now one more, yeah. one more, <laughs> one more. Yes, good. Okay, yeah. next, next. And, and if you're a DJ, play this at your next house party. Or, yeah. Or oh yeah, definitely. Party. Just Absolutely. set it and forget it. Yeah. Put a drum. <laughs> put, put like a beat behind it. It'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Should be great. Yeah. For, this will be for sale in the shopping network soon. Yeah, for sure. This yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. For only nine. We get on iTunes. Only nine payments at ninety nine ninety five. Yeah. You can have this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of this podcast, we got we got to start wrapping it up pretty soon. But Fair uh, you know, this is what I like about it. The theme is polar, but. you Going off of the tangents, I think, is what makes the show interesting because, like, if we just said, yeah, here's a song that is with this theme, here's another song that was with this theme, it, it's, it's like, it's cool, good, you know, makes you think about those choices, but it doesn't really go anywhere. So, uh, I mean, and, you know, be complaining about being old and out of touch is good, right? It, uh, it usually <laughs> generates, it yeah. keeps you in touch with being old and out of touch. Yeah, it does, it does. No, but I, I'm okay with being old and out of touch because, like, you know, I, I have two kids, I don't go out to shows anymore, really. The only way I'm really involved with local music anymore is through Witch Police. And, which is mostly stuff from the 90s and early 2000s anyway that I'm posting mm-hmm. uh, old bands I, I was you know when I was in the scene and stuff and in this show so yeah. I'm cool with being old and out of touch this yeah. is the old and out of touch I guess podcast. I'm pretty out of touch too I don't go to a lot of shows anymore either so you know the way uh, young people listen to music now and how they're how they're uh, brought up with it it's like uh, you know they're not living in our era we're living in theirs and yeah totally you yeah. know yeah. oh yeah well my kids are teenagers they're gonna be like they're gonna be like Conjuring sounds out of the air. <laughs> There'll be a little, oh, man. A little holographic chip in their head. sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they'll like feel it. Or something. They'll, they'll be playing a, like pulsation, yeah. hologram guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll be sitting there listening to headphones. And they'll be like, "Dad's so lame." Yeah, you, you won't even download it. You'll just all of a sudden reach your hand up and grab it and throw it into your head, <laughs> just like just vibrating off all your skull. Ooh, and your credit card just magically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a credit card. Be a tattoo. You have to scan, and they'll just like cut off my hand when I'm sleeping. Hey, Dad, I need your hand. It's good uh, I got this new detachable limb installed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It won't be cyborgs by then anyway, whatever. <laughs> by Johnny Mnemonic. Ten years from now, you know, this is when I make my first oldest kid. Wait, you're not a cyborg already? I'm not, no. <laughs> Someone say Johnny Mnemonic? It's <laughs> awesome. All right, anyway, back back on track, back on track, rewind. Um, yeah, we were wrapping up. We, we, got, we, got, well, we got one last song to play, uh, recorded song, and then the Damn Dirty Apes are going to do performance, which is cool because obviously this is a rare thing. For you guys to actually perform uh, live, so the last um, time we performed together would be four years was ago. Was that that show that Greg played at too? Uh, yeah, probably. I'd like to yeah. think that we was opened that for him. I think that was the show where I played random guitar with the uh, the fucking Aces. It was Greg and the guy from the fucking Aces, and I just came on there and played. No, no, that music. was we didn't play. Well, I guess we might have played that. I think you did play it. That wasn't officially. Okay, that was unofficial. <laughs> okay. So anyway, 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 so I'm going to play a tune, and then you guys are going to play a tune, but the song um, I, I picked, I, we had all these other ideas, like uh, Alex was saying we should play Glaciers of Ice uh, by Raekwon, yeah. and I mean, that's an amazing song, and it probably would be a better choice than what I'm going to play, <laughs> but we had episode 36, it's two and a half hours of like a bunch of people just nerding out about Wu-Tang like super oh, hard, man. so. Um, I wish I was around for that. Well, it's me and Rob and uh, Nestor Windrush, you know him? No. Elliot Walsh is a rapper. Stinger no. soul sensation. Is he in Wu Tang? No, he's not in Wu Tang. But uh, <laughs> no, Just anyway, kidding. so he had he had really good stories about Wu Tang, and then uh, JD from Ultra Mega, who actually released a whole EP of, Wu-Tang, of like indie rock Wu Tang covers. Jay Z, I love that guy. Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was the show episode thirty six. But this show is the Polar Show, and I'm gonna play a song that I mentioned earlier um, by Tom Green, uh, back when he was known as MC Face, 
And uh, this is like post, um, what's it called? Organized Rhyme. You guys remember nice. like Chuck oh, yeah. Lawrence, yeah. right? Chuck so Chuck this is when he already, that was already done, and he already had his show, his first cable access show, and he put it on an album uh, under the name MC Face, which is him wearing this insane mask. I don't know if you remember from the credits of, the, of that show. He had like this crazy meat mask on his head, <laughs> and uh, that was MC Face. That's MC Face costume. <laughs> and um, that was actually a recording artist. Yeah, and the album is called Not the Green Tom Show, <laughs> and it's full of these ridiculous skits. They're obviously drunk through a lot of it. Like it's just absolutely ridiculous. But I still have it, and uh, the fact that I still have it is hilarious because this thing is so long out of print it's like ridiculous so I don't, I don't even know how many copies they made but i found it and uh yeah i've always been a huge fan of tom green um i kind of almost like him more now that he's just kind of bitter with the world and you can tell he's pissed off that you know about everything and he actually has a podcast that's pretty pretty good hmm. whatever happened to his co-hosts on the original show well like uh, he, had one of, he had he had on he had phil on his show on his on his podcast okay so they talk about the old stuff uh glenn hump like some kind of i don't know what the deal is but he's not allowed to talk about him like on his people okay. ask him people call he's a call-in show right people call him and ask him about it all the time in his show and he's like I can't there's legal reasons he can't talk about Glenn Humplick so I started following Glenn Humplick on Twitter just to see yeah. if like anything and he just posts normal shit about like hockey and stuff <laughs> I was like oh come on it's not I want to hear some uh, but yeah it was a great show I mean it's still some of it's still super funny to me today like you watch the old cable access ones oh, and sure. it kills yeah. me like it just uh, the thing about Tom Green was he was doing comedy that was like perfect for like late 90s oh, like, yeah. like that was the era where the crash TV was really over the top and yeah. uh, you know that was his thing and you yeah. know, unfortunately you know it, it awesome funny stuff but uh, not like the most sustainable no. uh, you know sticks that uh you know what though i did see a video like he has a youtube channel because he still does stuff and he does stand up now and stuff and it was a video it was like not very long it was of him in a restaurant dropping to the ground beside a table full of people eating and writhing and moaning <laughs> and it fucking killed me he's <laughs> like he's like 45 years old yeah. now he's kind of fat he's graying he's a big beard and he's just twitching on the ground beside people eating and it was like it was the funniest thing i've seen in years you know he's basically so he's, canada's andy dick yeah oh no come on he's way better than andy dick yeah, it was really derogatory. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, no, they're, they're both on road trip. That's too, yeah, they were both on road trip. Anyway, so we're going to play Slotty Auto, which is about the seal slaughter, and then we're going to uh, move on to the next thing. All right. Oh, the next thing is... Oh, fuck, I forgot to do the, uh, the roundup. This battery is uh, almost going to die, so I'm going to do the roundup in a second. So this is... Uh, yeah, we're done the show here. You guys are going to perform, and it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. People are going to love it. It'll be highly critically acclaimed, and... Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> People will think it's the best episode ever. But oh, yeah. if you want to hear our show, you can go to www.witchpolice.com. There's a podcast button at the top of the page. It's got lists of all the past episodes, all available for free download and streaming. Um, pictures of the guests and everything so you know who it is. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, and you can also get all kinds of local music on there, including the Damn Dirty Apes tape on witchpolice.com. Mixed Ape? Mixed Ape. Which has is at least a, 20 downloads. Oh, it's called In that. one month. It had to be out of about 21 months. You guys, you guys are yeah, big timers here. I, um, I was 19 of those. <laughs> yeah, I sometimes wonder about that. People, someone's weird not, band. Like, it's, yeah. I don't download my own music. I have Somebody's out there biting our, biting our shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that thing is a cover band. Anyway, so you can get that on there. Uh, if you want to find us on the internet, well, you obviously have found us on the internet somehow, but we're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash witchpoliceradio. Uh, on Twitter at Witch Police FM, which is mostly me yelling at people about hockey. So, I mean, if you want to hear about the show, it might not be the best spot. But go there anyway. Uh, and then we, um, Rob Crooks isn't here, but we always encourage people to check out robcrooks.com. Uh, he's always doing lots of cool music, and he's one of the co-hosts of the show. And uh, Monday nights, 11 o'clock p.m. on 101.5 UM FM in Winnipeg. Uh, you'll get a one-hour, succinct, edited version of the show. Uh, edited for time, not for content. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I mean definitely check it out we're on every week and uh, you guys where can people find out about Big Flaming Pile 
bigflamingpile.com is the best place to go to get in touch with us. Okay. Grab uh, the original designs from us would be great. If you'd buy a shirt that we designed, we'd really appreciate it. And you guys have a YouTube page as well, right? With all your old uh, videos on it? Or is that... Is yeah, it, it's there. There. yeah, there is. Yeah. Uh, I believe we're on MySpace. <laughs> really? You still yeah? <laughs> I like how you did like a, a, a hand motion. <laughs> <laughs> just like kind of threw down gang signs. Cool. Yeah. MySpace was yeah. still be up on GeoCities and free Oh, man. We have a Friendster account. CJB, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Man, awesome. You can catch us on Google+. Plus. <laughs> in your circle yeah 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 no none of that com. you can find what you need to know okay. there and uh you guys t-shirts is the thing t-shirts, t-shirts is the t-shirts. thing t-shirts okay. yeah we'll custom make them but we prefer you bought one that we designed that's yeah. that's what we like to think that's what would make us happy do you just okay do you design shirts for people like if someone's like this is my band can you make me a thing totally. yeah we can do some custom yeah. work okay yeah. Designs. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, we use these guys for uh, um, the when I was on the committee for the Winnipeg Scott and Reggae Festival. You guys did the uh, the yeah, shirt for the last that. year, and that was that worked out really cool with the lion head. Uh, although I felt that the, the, the colors, I I, I want to just be on record as I didn't pick the gray color they want to use for the shirt. It didn't really work that good. But the shirts you guys had, you had yeah, we green had the green ones. They looked awesome. They looked awesome. Great, yeah. I still have that shirt. Awesome. It yeah, looks yeah. really yeah. good. All right, that's, so that's my design. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. It was all over that. I think the guy who did the design might listen to the show. No, I mean, no, it wasn't my design. I mean, your choice. When I printed them, yeah. I was like, I got to put this on a green shirt. Oh, I looked, it was great, yeah. yeah. yeah I remember awesome. when you guys came to the thing, came to the show with the box of shirts, and I, I saw you with the shirts, and like, these look great, and then I opened it up, it was like, oh, they're great, right? Why did we pick that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. so, you know, highly recommended. Uh, I think Witch Police at some point will we'll get some shirts, um, maybe to use as prizes or something, uh, so we'll, we'll talk to you guys about it. And now we'll hear the Damn Dirty Apes. Enjoy. Crazy with the clubs on the field, for real. Check it out, y'all. Check it out. Take the baton, drop it onto the head. And now she's dead. Kill them baby seals, keeping it real. You wanna chew the beef, but you'd rather chew the veal. Cause killing babies for you has mass appeal. So have the feel. I guess it feels alright, because I like to smack a baby seal every night. With the cute brown eyes and the white fur coat. And when you kill them in the water, well, they usually float. And that's all she wrote. Because I'm down like that. And when I kill a baby seal, I grab the bat, I don't use my dat, 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 Louisville slugger, then I take it by the nape of the neck, consist of jugular. We watch them bleed on the snow, cause killing baby seals is exactly how we go. And when I say I'm chilling, it's 45 below, cause killing baby seals, it's a craze as I go through the maze. I feel amazed how much I wanna kill, but we just chill. We in it for the long term thrill, we like suffering slow, and blood on the snow. And just like doom, we make the head go boom. I got seal carcasses all over my room. And if my mom walked in, she would be a dad. Especially if she caught me in the middle of a bomb blast. Ha <laughs> ha, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause parents just don't understand. And we are. Space, space, in the space.